that were just different and like we had to kind of when I first told grandma um, your grandma um, about some things that would be happening at the wedding you know grandma's super religious and such and you know that and so when I first told her well this is these are a few things that's going to happen you know and Brandon or Kayla will be jumping over a broom like we you know you and I had talked about should we prepare grandma and we were both saying yes yeah, yeah, let's just give her a little bit of a heads up. And so when I told her that you were, you know, they're going to be jumping over the broom at the end of, you know, when you walk out, um, then she, you know, she, she was a little held back. And so I tried to, you know, tell her a little bit about it, about what you told me. And so then, you know, she was like, okay, you know, okay, well, let's see, let's see. So, um, so those, those kinds of, those kinds of things. So I, I was shocked. Yes, I was shocked and a little held back. Um, but then you started teaching me and, and telling me things and I became, you know, more interested and you knew so much. And I was like, how did you learn all this stuff? Where did, where did you get all this knowledge? <laughs> um, but you just, anyway, so yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's definitely a thing. Like the the whole like coming out was hysterical. It was like a, an hour of me just going on about shit. Uh, it's, it's basically me condensing two years worth of a freaking podcast and then some into an hour. So that was fun, right? Yeah, that was a lot <laughs> yeah. of fun. It was uh, interesting, but it wasn't too surprising because I've been preparing you for. I want to say about a year or so now, especially since I was pregnant with Emmy, I've been really preparing you for some of the stuff. So just explaining how we celebrate um, Halloween, as mom knows, is now a Samhain, and mm -hmm. how we do Yule and some of those kinds of traditions. Uh, anyway, so going on, mom does have a couple of questions, and that's what this episode is really going to be, is a Q&A sesh about what mom's questions are for me as a witch to see you know, just to learn a little bit more. And you guys are kind of invited in, in on that journey. I mean, if you guys want to come out to your family or something like that, of course it's not necessary. Of course you don't have to. Um, stay safe. There's a reason that witches were burned at the stake. That is number one, you know, stay safe and, and don't do not do anything that could put you in harm's way. But I felt like it was, a, it was a good time to come out to mom and just explain to her about things that were going on, especially since a wickeding is around the corner, which that will be an episode in itself, so stay tuned. So anyway, mom, let's get to your first question. What's your first question? Well, I was curious about how and when you first became interested in this, like just where, where that came from. So that's a good question. I actually have discussed this previously on the podcast, and it's from a book that I found at Spencer's. Uh, not sponsored, but if you're interested in Spencer's, you know, let me know. Um, but anyway, so I found this book called Wikipedia at Spencer's, and it was a really fascinating book, and I'd gone through it, and it's basically about angelic Wicca, which I'm totally not into right now, but at the time, it was so cool. It's basically talking about the angels, Archangel Michael, and, you know, a couple of the other ones. Michael's the only one that I really know, um, but uh, you work with the angels in different ways. And so that was the first book that I ever read, and I thought it was just so fascinating. It was so me. I still have the book. I've got it 
tagged in all sorts of different places and stuff and things that I found interesting. And so it took me a while to read it, but it, you know, it freaked me out because I was like, this is just so me. It's so everything that I identify with as, as a person, you know, I, I'm not a cookie cutter kind of person where I can just be fit into a religion and that's perfectly fine. Like I, I don't like church. I don't like things like that. And this really gave me an option to, uh, express myself. And it also was really fascinating because the, the way things are talked about and the way things that are, are explained makes sense. And the way the world works makes sense. And the way the spiritual realm works makes sense. Things just make more sense. And they're clicking more. Okay, I see. Okay. Yeah. So, right. So, when you were a little girl, you right. know, and I, I, I took you and your brother to church. We would go to church, right? Mm -hmm. So, is there, so you know some of the Bible, so, is there anything um, about Christianity or that that you you do believe in? In the traditional sense, or um, yeah, no, not <laughs> really. Okay, um, there are some little tidbits here and there that I do like I do believe Jesus was real okay. I do believe he was here I do however believe he was a very 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 powerful earth witch oh that's my opinion on it oh is it true I don't I don't know if it's 100% like a thing but that's what I believe is that he was very powerful and he came down here and he could heal people, he could help people and all these things. If you look into the Bible, King Solomon actually had grimoires. But they don't talk about that in the Bible. They're and a the grimoire is... A grimoire is a spell book, basically. Oh, okay. Putting it in layman's terms, it's a spell book. Of course, there's a lot more that goes into it and you can listen to my grimoire series, but there's, you know, okay. it's basically a spell book. And you showed me that. So, yes. Okay, I understand. Okay. King Solomon is in the Bible and he had one. But they don't talk about it. King Solomon did spells. They don't talk about it. Then how do you know he did them? Because they they took those pages out of the Bible because they didn't find them as important. And it was a way for people to regain power, basically. The Bible's a way to um, keep people in their little cages, keep people in their lane. That's what it is. Um, at least that's what I've done as, as far as research. That's what I've seen. Okay. And that's kind of what I've experienced. And so they took those things out of it because they didn't want people to be free, to be able to be themselves and to, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot that goes into that. King Solomon had a, had a lot of different stuff. Um, and if you really look into those kinds of things, there are different ancient texts and stuff like that. I actually have a book that goes over the history of the occult somewhere in this house because I had to hide everything. Um, so it's hidden somewhere upstairs. I just need to look for it. Anyway, um, it does talk about King Solomon and it is fascinating. Um, and another one is there are women who were writing in the Bible too, but they took those out because women are supposed to be seen, not heard. And that's another thing. So there's just a lot of stuff with the Bible I have issues with. I've talked about it before. Um, the Friendly Atheist on YouTube, great resource for any biblical content.
So they must have chosen, are you saying they chose specific women to take out of the Bible for specific reasons? Because there are, like, the mother of Jesus, of course, a woman, you know, Mary, so, and, and others. Right, but she doesn't properly speak in the Bible. She is oh, seen. so people who, her. okay. Um, and she's just kind of there as like, oh, look at this pretty figure, the Virgin Mary, and all this kind of stuff. It's not really like reality that, you know, I, I doubt that reality is different um, back then from now. Obviously, they didn't have iPhones and stuff like that, but I'm sure there was still family drama and tea and things like that that had happened uh, back then. We don't get a lot of that in the Bible. Like, Mary was perfect. She was great. She's fantastic. Everyone wants to be like her. Well, okay. I just feel like there's not a lot of tea. <laughs> and there should definitely be more tea. There's tea. But as far as I... I can't enable. Look at that. <laughs> Drama. Cain and Abel is an actually Drama. a very interesting story. If you if you look at the story of Cain and Abel, they actually use fruit as a representation of sex. So Lucifer and um what was what was her name? Eve. It was Eve. So Lucifer fell in love with Lilith first, and then God got rid of Lilith and made Eve an exact replica of, of Lilith. And then Lucifer fell in love with Eve. They had sex. That's what the fruit was. That's the temptation. Blah, blah, blah. It was sex. So she was impregnated by Lucifer. And then she um, had sex with um, Adam. And then had um, another child. So that explains Cain and Abel. And that's why God loved one of them more than the other. And all of this kind of stuff. So is anything in Supernatural real or do you believe any of it it's supernatural the yes, TV. Yes. oh my god supernatural is hilarious oh you mean a little witch pouches and yes, stuff like that is any of you it. can you believe any of it you can put okay but lilith. you can put a witch pouch okay lilith was a thing lilith is in the bible she's real but lilith there was a little Witch and it was supernatural. Anyway, well, it wasn't. She was a god or something. <laughs> anyway, okay. I don't know what she was in supernatural. The, I mean, you can make a little witch pouch. I've made little witch pouches before. My very first spell was one of those little pouches. So I mean, you you, you have a little pouch and you tie it all up, and that's what they have in supernatural. And you put it kind of like those air tag trackers. You put it on somebody, and it fucks with their life in some way. At least in Supernatural, fucks with their life in some way. It even kills them sometimes. And the only way to get rid of it is you have to burn the pouch. You have to find the pouch. So then that's it. real. That you will... That I'm explaining what Supernatural is to some of oh, our listeners. Oh, okay. So um, the thing with the, the, the that is it's, it's very um, yes and no. Okay. <laughs> yes and no. It depends. Um, basically what Sam and Dean are doing when they find the pouch is they're undoing a spell. To undo a spell, it's, it's, there's a lot of very specific things you need to do. How is the spell done? Is there anything left over? What was used in the spell? So you have to, so, so, so most common, you have to work backwards with how you had done it. But sometimes it's easier just to do a working. Now a working is with a spell casting. Another spell to get rid of that energy from that spell, rather than undoing it. You can burn things, 
But then you're taking that energy and you're transforming it into something else. And it could be negative energy and come back and bite you anyway. So there's all different sorts of things. I will say one thing. If you go into my room, if you go into someone's house and you start going through their books, you go through their grimoires and stuff, I have hexed both of my books. So if you go through my books and you're not welcome to, then you are going to have some karma coming your way that's not going to be pleasant. So if I show you them, that's different. If you be a nosy bitch, you're going to have some karma coming your way. <laughs> yeah. So that's how those things work. Um, but as far as like the hex bags and things, mm -hmm. no. Um, salt is used for protection. Oh. You can cast a circle in salt. That is a thing. And you can use different kinds of salt. There are different kinds of salts that you can use. Um, so one of them is the table salt, I guess, mm -hmm. basic salt. The salt Sam and Dean use, you can use it basically from what I've seen the same way they, they use it. Um, another theme is pink salt, you can use that with love magic and things like that. Pink sea salt, use that with love. Um, the third thing is black salt. Black salt is a little bit different. I don't know why exactly it's called black salt, but it's basically the remnants from my sage. So when I smudge my sage out, that's called black salt. That's for protection. That you can mix with your other salt to add an extra layer of protection if you wanted to. Now, Sam and Dean have a lot of workings with blood magic. And you see them cut their hands a lot. Yes. And then they put something in a cauldron or some bullshit on a wall or something. Or something. Uh, I would not recommend drinking. Don't ever drink blood. Don't drink blood. Who the fuck does that? Don't drink blood. We're not vampires. We're witches. Vampires don't exist. Werewolves don't exist. Those things aren't real. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, yeah, no. We're witches. Blood magic is a very, very old type of magic. You can use blood magic. I would highly, highly not recommend it because the only way to undo that is on Samhain and Beltane because that's when the veil between the worlds are the thinnest and you can kind of get rid of that magic and you have to do it in a specific way. So don't ever use blood magic. You know, like even a blood pact on a school bus with your best friend. Don't do that. First of all, it's unsanitary. And second of all, don't do it. it you're, you're creating a pact with somebody you may or may not know for the rest of your life and you fucking shit up. Don't do that. <laughs> So you do spells. Right. And you showed me a cauldron and you you used the cauldron. Yes. Yes? Yes. And you showed me your temple. And this is where you do the is that where you do a spell? Is that is that where you do a spell? It's on an altar. Oh, alter. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, I did not. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. So. Spell is done on an altar. altar. Yes, you use your cauldron in some spells, depending on what the spell is. If it's a fertility spell, you're using your cauldron. Okay. It depends on the kinds of spells. Okay. It also depends on, do you write your spells? Okay. Do you get your spells from a spell book? Okay. You know, those kinds of things, it matters. I will tell you, when I first started, and when I was a little baby witch, I would use spells in those little books you'd seen. 
now I write my own. And I do kind of go from some of those books that you'd seen. Um, But I, I write my own spells. I use my own things. And I put stuff together in a way that makes sense. But occasionally I'll use a written spell out there. It just depends on what I'm feeling, what I think needs to be done, and how I feel like something needs to be done. Okay, okay. Alright. Um, I'm just looking at the questions over there. Oh. So, can you, um, can you, can you, can you, like, read another person's, like, energy or aura or kind of tell can can you feel when there's a, like a negative presence yeah you can okay. yeah being being aware you are more in tune with your surroundings than most other people are and especially being an empath on top of being which most people who are empaths do end up finding this path at some point in their lives because they're more sensitive to those kinds of things anyways and growing up in the house in the situation that I did, I definitely feel like I'm more sensitive. Everything that happened with, you know, my cousin and stuff like that. You, you know, you become more sensitive to that stuff, especially after you've been exposed to those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about some of the things that may have been said or stuff like that, but some of the energies that had happened oh, yes. around the yes. house and stuff like that. That, that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. If It's like when you're a baby and you smile at the baby and the baby smiles back, they know that's a good thing. Yeah. And they're exposed to that smile and they understand what it means. But if you're not exposed to it, you may not understand what it is. So once you're exposed, you understand what that is and you, you can work with it and stuff like that. Now the question is, how do you protect against those negative energies and those negative things? That's where we get into spirit guides and that whole realm. And that's a whole other question and a whole other topic. Okay. So you consider yourself a witch, right? Yeah. Okay. So um, how long have you been a witch? About five years. I have my um, anniversary, which I celebrate every year. It's the 28th of September. And I get myself a little witchy anniversary gift. It's a witchiversary. It's a witchiversary. And I get myself a little gift every year. Last year was... Um, I got myself a little wolf totem. It's super cute. And the year before, I got myself a a grimoire. So, I mean, I get myself something nice every year in September. And then, of course, in October, we've got Samhain. So, during the fall time, I do really get a little spoiled. So, I know you've always liked the fall. I mean, both of us. um, We love the fall pumpkins, leaves, falling. Yes. And the colors. And the colors. And the colors. And the colors. Um, let's see. So you, I think you said this a little bit earlier. I mean, I think when you started, but you said about 
that people, you know, that, um, you know, there really were um, the Salem witch trials, for instance, and witches were hung, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, that's a horrible thing. Um, but um, why do you think that people have such a negative view when, but when you, I hear you talk about it, it's like about connecting with earth and nature and paying respect um, and stuff like that, kind of. So, which is, this is, a, this is a, a, one of those bigger questions. I was going to have a long-winded answer, but back, way back when, question? if you were to um, be like pagan and things like that, um, pagan meant like country folk. So you were considered one of the country folk. And you were considered not, not, not somebody that the government really wanted around. And if, if you celebrated the earth and the things like that, and you weren't into the new religion, the Christianity, they will get really upset about it. And so they'd label you a certain way. And like the pointy hats, those used to be in like high fashion. And by the time things got out to the countryside, it wasn't in, in anymore. And so they were labeled as weird and odd because they're still, look, they're still wearing the shoes from last year. They're still wearing the hats. That was like ages ago. Why are they still wearing that stuff? And especially the hats became comfortable and easy to use out there when you're picking stuff and you're trying to pick corn and things like that. And so they were just labeled as odd and weird and they didn't really want them around. And so they labeled them as witches and things like that to try and get them kind of out of the public eye, especially when paganism was really popular, they were trying to get Christianity in more, and they were trying to get people more into the new stuff. They were trying to get the pagans out, and trying to get them out. At one point, it was illegal to be a witch over in um, Europe. They made it illegal. And so, what ended up happening was they ended up making it legal again to be a witch and then a bunch of witchcraft stuff started popping up everywhere and by that time after the satanic panic people were freaking out saying all this horrible stuff and all these horrible things i mean they just had made this stuff up and then on top of that when witches they were the first doctors they were the first healers they were the first people that would take care of other people they would mix these little tinctures and concoctions up by putting like frog's legs and bat swing and all that kind of stuff into these little tinctures and give it to somebody and say, this will help your foot and all that kind of stuff. But because they said, oh, frog's legs and bat swings and things like that, okay, well, I have right here cloves. I put it as bat swings and I use a half, half a bat swing and then I'll use some chives and I'll put it in there as frog's legs. Well, I don't want the witches down the street or the neighbors down the street who are trying to put some stuff together to be finding out what I'm putting in my recipes. So when you sit there and talk to other people, well, I've got frog's legs and bat swings. What do you've got? I've got eye of newt and tail of dog. 
and they could be talking about the same thing. Back then, we didn't say, we've got a clove, and you know what a clove is, and the people over in Africa know what a clove is. No, it was all called something else. And it scared people. And they, they, you know, when we eventually got to naming stuff, they just kept with the frog's legs and the bat's wings and stuff like that to protect how much shit they were putting in there. So it was a way to protect themselves. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a way to protect themselves. And they didn't know what it was called. So that's the spells. Okay. And there's a lot of different stuff that they... Mm-hmm. That they did. It's it's just a lot of a combination okay. of things. You know, you make somebody out to be the bad guy, and they're the bad guy. Just like with the Black Plague, the rats are the problem, right? It was the rats. No, it was the fleas that were on the rats. But we make the rats the bad guy. Because it's easier. You can see them. You can you can be mean to a rat. So, Satanists, you mentioned earlier. So, are, are there people who are Satanists? Yes, there are people who are Satanists. Okay. I, the satanic panic was a, a, a rebel thing, to be like, fuck you, mom and dad, fuck the big government. That's not how actual Satanists are. Satanists are really nice people. Satanists just believe in they're going to take care of themselves first. And they do believe in nature and not harming others. Do they practice witchcraft? Some do, some don't. Just depends. Whatever they want to do. So... Do you consider this your calling, I guess? Calling. My calling? Do you consider this what you you found, what you, like, are here for? I suppose, yeah. Do you know? Do you feel like this was meant to be in your In you this, know, your lifetime, this lifetime? Yes. yes. The, the, the thing is, I believe in reincarnation. Oh, okay. <laughs> Here we go into the thing. So I believe in reincarnation. I believe when we die, um, we, we're sat down with our spirit guides. Our spirit guides are the ones that are guiding us through this shit. Okay. Which is life. This lifetime. Okay. They're guiding us through this lifetime to help us get to where we need to be. So they sit down and they say, okay, so have we, you know, gotten to where we need to be? What did you learn in that lifetime? And it's like, you either learned what you needed to learn, or you didn't learn what you needed to learn. You didn't learn, you go back and you learn it again. You did learn it, you go back, and you work on a new lesson. And so that's what happens. And your spirit guides are accompanied by all sorts of different... So you could have angels up there, you could have, like, grandma, ancestors, you know, ancestral magic is a whole thing. But you have ancestors up there, and you all sit down together and just say, okay, this is what we're supposed to learn, this is what we're supposed to do, this is, you know, all of that stuff. And then you go on to your next lesson, and then you learn your next lesson. And I believe we're supposed to learn every single one of our emotions in depth, like very in depth. Sadness, anger, happiness, joy, excitement, all those kinds of things. She was learning all those things at an extreme depth. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> I think so. No. Okay. Love that. Well, I have one thing to say. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, when did I retire? 
About 10 months ago. Something like that, yeah. yeah. About 10 months ago, I retired. And um, my retirement has been great. <laughs> Let's see, I moved to the beach. <laughs> uh, I had the great privilege of um, your dad and I giving you away at your wedding, <laughs> you know, right before I retired, actually. Um, and then now we have little Miss Emmy just mm -hmm. a few months ago, weeks ago. And I think over the last year or so, you and I have become much stronger in our relationship. Yes. And I'm actually really excited to learn more about you. And these things. Yes. Yeah. 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 It can be, it's a lot of fun, but it's also really interesting. It's a lot um, of information. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of information. I always say, like, pagans are the, like, responsible ones. The thing that bothers me about Christianity a lot is, like, there's a lot of, like, everybody's the victim. Oh, God will fix it. Oh, if I pray hard enough, God this, God that, you know. God will give me a new car or something like that. Like, Grandma does this a lot. You know, God will fix my hair. God will give me money. God will this, God mm -hmm. will that. Well, with paganism, it's like, um, you can call upon gods and goddesses, but they ain't gonna do this shit for you. You ask for assistance. You do not you know, ask them to do things for you. They're not your mom, they're not your dad. They'll help you if you want help, but just like with anything, you have to work for it. You can't sit there and just have shit done for you. It's like with anything in life. Nothing's gonna get done for you. You have to put in some work to it. And if that means you add some time into a little jar for a spell, that means you add some time into a little jar for a spell. So that you can get this shit done. You know, there's there's some things that you have to do in order to, to get stuff. And a lot of Christians sit there and say, oh, well, the rapture is coming. So it's fine if I throw my cigarette butt out the window because Jesus is going to come and take me away. Well, that's not okay because we're polluting our planet and that's going to hurt a little bird down the road. So paganism is really like... Helping with the earth, cleaning up, not littering, doing that shit <laughs> is not okay. So, okay. Yeah, I talk about that a lot on the podcast, especially with the um, fundamentalists. I checked out a fundamentalist Christian group. That was, that was fun. That was, a, that was a situation. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting. Can you imagine a witch being in an extremely Christian setting? No. Like that. That was fun. Like, yes, let's talk about witchcraft again. Because I love to hear what you guys think. I mean, do you see how we've been demonized by society a lot? Yes, I do. But a lot of the time, we're just sitting there counting our crystals, putting time in jars. Um, we don't care about your children. They may be brats, but we're not going to do anything to them. Because quite frankly... 
Your children aren't worth the ingredients for a spell or the <laughs> time and energy that I have to put into it for hexing them. It's true. <laughs> I mean, if I hex you, I'm putting energy into that shit. It's true. Do you have any other questions? No, I don't think so. No, those are the ones that are burning at you right now? <laughs> right now, yes. I suppose. I'll have more. Those are the main questions that somebody would have. So when I told Brandon the first time, his first question, well, have you sold your soul to Satan? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so he's not real. <laughs> Satan's not real? No. No. So where did that come from? It's the equivalent of you need to listen to me or I'm putting you in time out. Really? You need to listen to me or you're going to hell. That's basically what it is. That's all that that is. It's a stick. It's a stick to beat people with to make sure that they behave and are aligned in their stupid beliefs and stuff like that. That's just my opinion. You don't have to think it. It's just my opinion. Okay. I always say anybody's welcome on their own path. You can be Christian and a witch. You can. It's a it's possible. I don't know how, but it's possible. <laughs> I, I haven't really seen, so you can. I've met someone who was a Christian witch. It was fascinating. I was like, that's some mind-bending spoon work you've got going on there. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, because they're very contradicting the Bible. They'll, don't play with that crystals and shit. That's the only thing I've seen about witchcraft. Don't fuck with the crystals. That's all I've seen about witchcraft in the Bible. And I've looked it up. That's the only thing I've seen. And so when I started getting into this stuff, I was like, well, I don't want to go to hell. And then I found out, well, hell doesn't even really exist. So, Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's all I say about it, is don't mess with crystals. And don't do the palm reading thing, okay? The tarot cards. That's tarot. not real. So, that's not real, right? What's not real? Is the, is the is a palm reading real? Yeah, you can read a palm. Okay. You don't have, like, witch's marks or anything like that. No one's going to be like, you got a witch's mark on there. You must be a witch since birth. No. Everybody wants to think they're special. Nobody really is that special. Nobody got a witch's mark. I don't even know what a witch's mark is. So, do you read poems? I mean, I could if I had a book. I don't read them, though. If I had a book, I might be able to. That's divination. Divination is a whole other practice. There's testiography. There's tarot cards, oracle cards. There's all sorts of different decks that you can get. I've got messages from beyond. That's a whole other. I don't even know what kind of deck that is. And then you have, you know, the pendulum. That pendulum, I swear to God. So I'm going to tell you a story real quick before we go. I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. So do you remember when we went to the hospital and you had, you thought you had appendicitis? Yes. And it wasn't appendicitis. You had a hole in your stomach or something like that. I forget what that, it's an ulcer. You had an ulcer. I had pancreatitis? No, you had an ulcer. Okay, yes. Oh, the ulcer, yes, yeah. yes. The doctor was real funny. Anyway. Yes. <laughs> we went in there, and we were in the waiting room, and I brought my pendulum. I brought my angelite pendulum with me. It's the blue one that I always tell you about, the, the one that I fucking love so much. Okay. My favorite pendulum on the fucking planet. Okay. So I brought that pendulum with me, 
and I went to the bathroom and I brought it out and I asked some questions. I said, does mom have appendicitis? No. We're in the emergency room. Is it serious? No. Is she going to need a follow-up appointment? Yes. So you had an ulcer. Wasn't that serious? They didn't keep you overnight or nothing like that. But they did say you did need to follow up with your doctor to chat with them more about it. Mm -hmm. yes. That pendulum has been right about every fucking thing. I swear to God, it predicted the fucking election. Emmy's fucking wow. gender. It predicted all sorts of shit. Wow. The pendulum said a girl. That person down in Florida said yeah. a girl. Every single reader that I went to, girl, 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 girl. Everyone said a girl. She's a girl. Yeah. So, I mean, there's some shit to this. This stuff has been documented for 5,000 years for a reason. When you think about it, grandma takes tinctures. There's things about grandma that... It's not just grandma. Have you ever blown out a birthday candle? Yes. That's witchcraft. You're walking down a sidewalk and you don't want to step on a crack? Yes. Witchcraft. Scared of a black cat, don't want to walk under a ladder? Yes. Witchcraft. Throwing salt over your shoulder for luck. Witchcraft. Breaking a mirror? Yeah, don't do that. I wouldn't recommend that. No. Yeah, no. The seven year thing is really true? It's not really seven year. It's just, it's a portal. You don't want to fuck with the portals? Oh my gosh. Are you joking? <laughs> well. It's this a whole. Deep. <laughs> We haven't even gotten to quantum leaping. I really need some chocolate for this shit. <laughs> and quantum planes and all that kind of stuff. Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, all that kind of stuff is a whole other... And it gets into physics, metaphysics, and wow. the reality of this world and okay. another world and all that kind of stuff. That's like a whole other thing. Okay. But everyone participates, especially Grandma. <laughs> she has visions. Yes. <laughs> Flashes. How can that be any less witchy? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not over here sitting like, oh, I've had a vision today. When I was little, she'd walk around the house and do this shit. Lisa Teresa, I've had a vision. She's, she's, I'm gonna get that barley reading. Yeah, that's witchy shit that she does over there. I mean, Dad's sitting over. We should get her a cauldron. We should get her a cauldron. It'd be probably easier to mix all that shit up in. Oh, um, gosh. If she knew, though, if she knew that I was a witch, she would disown the fuck out of me. She would. She would. I told her, like, I was trying to get her gauge on, like, yeah. witchcraft and yeah. stuff. And I've done this with you before, just getting the gauge. Grandma, there's a there's a witchy church. There's a witchcraft church popping up in Colorado Springs. What's your thoughts on that? <gasps> we need to get Betty Head on the phone. We need this prayer line. We need to get some, we need to get some prayers on this shit. Grandma, it's fine. Oh, my gosh. But if she knew. What did I, say? I, I don't. She might. See, when I told you, you were just kind of like, okay, <laughs> are you going? <laughs> I think I did say that. Because you were like, why do we give a shit? <laughs> so, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. I mean, we've only been talking 43 minutes. 
and you still don't know all the stuff and how deep this oh, goes I'm sure and I all don't. that crap and all those things. So, yeah. Is there any other questions you have? Nope, not right now. All right, so that'll do it for this episode, guys. You guys know where to find me. Don't forget to check out last week's episode. And next week, I'll come at you with another episode. So uh, next week's episode is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be talking about the other mother. I'm very excited. Anyway, I'll talk with you guys next week, and I will see you guys later. Bye.